The Meddlesome Meeples present The Quest Report with Matt and Richard. In popular culture, board gamers are often depicted as shy and introverted. Well, some of us are, and some of us don't know many, if any, other gamers within our immediate social groups. But with the advent of social media, gamers are meeting and connecting online resulting in some very large and tight-knit communities. Some of them accomplish wonderful things together. Recently I caught up with the admin of the largest UK-based Facebook gaming group, Chris Bromley from the Board Game Trading and Chat UK group, to talk about the group itself, some of the ways they've helped charity and other causes in the past, how their latest charity fundraiser is by far the biggest one yet, and how people can get involved and help a fellow gamer in need. So joining uh, Richard and I today is Chris Bromley from the Facebook group uh, Board Game Trading and Chat UK. Hi Chris, thank you for joining us. Hi guys. So Chris, just to give us a bit of background, how long have you been involved in tabletop gaming? Um, I first played D&D um, when I was about 12. My dad uh, ran a few games. Um, I then fairly quickly got into... I, I was a big reader, reader, reader of 2000 AD and... Um, I'm not sure. I think when the Judge Dread came out, uh, Judge Dread game came out by Games Workshop. I got into Games Workshop games, so I did a lot of their tabletop games, one for forty thousand, that kind of thing for for a good long while. But continued with D and D. At one point, I was playing several D and D sessions a week with different DMs at the same place, same house, but different DMs on different nights of the week. Uh, I kind of gave everything up when I went when I went to college, uh, and then got back into it for a while, mainly again role playing, but. Um, Couple of years, maybe three years ago, I um, after after a, a very long ten year gap with no gaming at all, I bumped into a an old D and D buddy who invited me to a weekly board game night at his house, which I did on um, Saturdays for a good year, and then a couple of years ago started playing more at my house. Um, so you're the admin of the largest UK based Facebook group for board gamers, uh, yeah. Board Game Trading and Chat UK. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the group and how you've formed and grown that group? Uh, yeah, um, a few years ago, maybe two, two and a half years ago. Um, initially, it was it was simply a case of I, I wanted to create somewhere where I could get some bargains. Um, I, I I had bought a few um, games off various people online. My my options were limited as far as I mean, obviously these games aren't cheap, and I wanted somewhere to get cheaper games. So I started the group and uh, invited all my friends and invited a few people that I'd already bought off from various different sites online. I got very, very lucky, I think, in that first few because they invited their friends and, and, a, and a couple of them at least uh, were quite quite big in in sort of organized play and con gaming. So we, we seemed to get a lot of people. Uh, I mean, it, it, it got to 100 within a couple of within maybe yeah two weeks. And then not long after that, like I say, a few of those people just invited more and more people. And it just it just kind of snowballed. And, and we got to the point now where we're getting 300 new, yeah, over 300 new members a week. Uh, sorry, a month. And um, we're, we're over 100,000 sort of interactions a month. That's likes, uh, comments, and posts, obviously. That's an incredibly active group there. Mm. It's quite nice that it's sort of grown from the, the ground up as well, yeah. from the gra- grassroots, so to speak. 
So over the last few months, the group's been involved in a number of very successful uh, charitable causes, raising money for to help ones with difficulties. Could you just share with us, you know, how that came about and what sort of the th- things the group's raised money for in the past? Yeah, uh, initially we we had uh, a couple of occasions where you always get this sort of thing where somebody bought a game off somebody else and the game went missing in the post or somebody bought a game off somebody and they just completely disappeared. And obviously these these sort of transactions tend to be around about 30, 70, you know, that sort of area. Nothing nothing huge. And uh, it just... Somebody brought it up one day in the group. I think I offered to give them a fiver or something to go towards it. And before I knew it, there were so many offers that effectively the guy got his money back, you know, half an hour later. Uh, which was just amazing. Um, and that happened a couple of times. Uh, there was one where a member of the group said that he was going to sell some games to um, get some money together to replace his son's bike. He had a, I think his son was about four at the time, and he had his bike stolen from, from the garden. And, uh, and I just said that that's no, that's no reason to sell games. So um, we we kind of did a surprise. We secret. Well, it was somebody else's somebody else in the group's idea. But we got we got together and just put a few quid in each. And a couple of days later, we got a, a, a brand new version of the same bike delivered to to the house. So yeah, it's just little, been little things like that. Oh, that's great because you don't want him to lose his games as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's great. Yeah. So um, to the people in the group are from uh, different areas and different backgrounds, and probably just have that one common interest about the the love of board games so so why do you think uh, they've been able to work together to raise funds for good causes like this uh, i th- i think to a to a certain degree that's testament to the nature of board gamers as a whole i think i think if our group was um an xbox gaming group or something like that i don't think you would get the same response i mean i've got nothing against xbox gamers but i think i think gamers board gamers table gamers tend to be possibly more thoughtful maybe slightly more mature certainly in my experience they're definitely more more helpful and more giving i've i've quite often been told um when i meet people at cons and things like that i've been told that that being admin on a facebook group is a thankless task and also that it's hard work but it, i always say that it isn't either of those things i don't there there isn't a week that goes by where i don't get thanked by somebody in the group or somebody that i meet for the group, which is incredible. And as far as the hard work, 99% of my interactions with members of the group are brilliant. It's, very, it's not often that I have to say, you know, cut it out or, um, you know, be, be, be an admin effectively. I'm, 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 I'm just a, a very happy member of a group. So, yeah, I, I think it's a to gamers. I think to some extent having, you know, that kind of atmosphere in a in a group shows the the makeup of a group because if you are having to constantly deal with problems and you've got constant headaches and stress from running a group it, it says a lot about the group itself and the members in it so, whereas, you know, yeah. if, if everything I mean, runs smoothly then that speaks positively about the members, doesn't it? This it's a group of over 6000 currently with two admins, me and Martin Cubbley who is an an awesome second in command i know if ever i don't have time or energy to do you know group stuff and check on things i know he's there and the the best thing because this kind of community with this kind of person and these kind of people is is self-policing we both know that the community has got our back so if we if we you know we get we get so many requests for membership but if we allow 
somebody in that's just there to spam adverts for whatever, and this happens, we know that somebody in the community is going to send us a PM and let us know that it's happened, and we can go straight on and, and cut it out. So we've never we've 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 often discussed whether we need another admin, but we we haven't. Which is, if you think about it, with the internet the way it generally is, and that number of of users, a huge number of which are active, to be able to do it with two admin is incredible. Because you get as well, um, I think about 300 new members a month at the minute, something like that's, that? That's currently, yeah. Last month, I think it was 350. Uh, you would expect with such a high number of uh, newcomers to have a lot more problems, just if if only personality clashes and differences of opinion. So that, that speaks very positively to the group. Definitely. Now, the group at the minute is uh, trying to raise funds, aren't they, to help a, a member with a disability to get some equipment that the government sadly doesn't provide. Yeah. Um, that's that's going to make a huge difference on her life, her health, her independence. Uh, that's for Annette. Can you tell us a little bit about Annette and what the group's trying to achieve? Yeah, Annette was one of our first handful of members. Really, we got we got a lot within the first couple of hundred. We we got a, a fairly large group of gamers from Wales. And that's where Annette was living at that time. She had a, a major operation, a tumour removed from her spine when she was a, a small, well, effectively a baby. And from that time forward, she's been paralysed. She's always uh, tried to be as independent as she can. She's always contributed a huge amount. She's got a family. You know, she's always had a job. And she she's discovered this um, thing called a handbike. And it's something that she, it's, it's it's like a, an electric hybrid trike, effectively, that she can control and pedal with her hands, and it's electric assist. And I think it's it's the kind of thing that not only will it give her some some uh, some independence that she currently doesn't have because her, her health is 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 far worse now than it has been for a long time because of various complications. It's an independence thing. It's an exercise thing. It's one of those things that I think is going to improve the quality of life, uh, 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 you know, a huge amount, unmeasurable. But unfortunately, it's £7,000. I mean, it's a custom-built thing, so it's understandably expensive. So she came to me and asked if I could help get this this funding started. And the the group has just been absolutely incredible. Um, I think on the first night, we got... Uh, something like £1,800 in direct contributions. And, and from that point wow. forward, we've been running daily raffles to just keep the money coming in, really. And it's going really well. I think I think we've, we're pretty much at the week, one week in, and we've I think we've just tipped over £4,000. That's incredible. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. incredible. It Again, it's testament, to the, it's testament to the community. Without doubt, it's, it's, it's the members of the group that are amazing, absolutely amazing. So this equipment's going to help her to maintain some independence. It's going to help her to get some exercise and have, you know, real tangible health benefits. You know, if people want to get involved and help out, whether they're inside the board game trading and chat group or if they're outside the board game uh, trading and chat group, what what can we do to help? Well, within the group, uh, enter the raffles. That's that's obviously the, the, the main way we can do it. Um, I've had... We've had lots and lots of things donated. We've got a donation package coming from Games Law. We've got a donation coming from Devil Pig Games. Uh, we've got lots of YouTubers getting involved with doing little bits. We've got a couple of signed goodies from the guys that are making Legends Untold. We've got all sorts coming in, um, but donating games for us to raffle, getting involved in the raffle. As far as being outside the group, the best thing to do would be to go to the Just Giving page, uh, search for Annette Lolly, read the story, 
you know, see the kind of changes that it's going to make and just give whatever you can. It's so yeah, justgiving.com and search for Annette Lolly. So even if somebody, you know, doesn't have much, they can maybe donate, a, you know, a game or something for a raffle or just give a, a pound or two on the Just Giving page. Yeah, the minimum donation on the Just Giving page is two pound, but the vast majority of that will end up funding the bike. A small percentage is taken to help other people uh, with other charitable causes. But yeah, if you're not in the group, a couple of quid, every little helps. I mean, I I know Annette personally myself. I've known her for many years and I know she's somebody that does get involved and help out. I mean, one of the things that uh, she's known for recently is uh, helping to get games for kids in hospital. Yeah, That they can, absolutely. you know, small little games that they can play when they're stuck in hospital for a while. And so she does do a lot for charity herself. And, oh. you know, she's always, always tried to be there for people in need That's i know things to do yeah giving the games to the hospital i mean i've known annette since i was a kid and she she really is somebody that's worth helping out she took a lot of uh, time and care with me as a child so personally you know i can i can vouch for for annette and for her cause there and, yeah she's you know, clearly would... she's clearly a contributor she's always contributed to the group she's 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 asked interesting questions and got conversations flowing and like you say the hostel stuff has always come up every now and again in the group to 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 get game donated so yeah she's obviously a giver as much as she can be and i think it's incredible that she's managed to achieve so much you know with her own health problems she's not just focusing on on her own health she's despite that she's still trying to help other people and that that is what we need in today's world isn't it we need more people out there doing those sort of things when you take into when you take into consideration her ill health and her the, the problems that this the you know these these um this situation has, has given us she it, it absolutely amazes me how much she gives back there we are so please by all means if you can go onto just giving search for net lolly please do that if you can only give a couple of pound it's gonna really be appreciated as as the saying goes every little helps absolutely so thank you very much for joining us uh, today, Chris. And yeah, thank you. We wish wish you all the best with the group and with the campaign for Annette. No problem. Thanks, guys. Now, before we go, just thought we'd share with you something directly from Annette's uh, fundraising page, which is at justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash Annette hyphen lolly, so you, which you can find just by going straight to justgiving.com and searching for Annette lolly. This is her story directly from the Just Giving page. Annette has been paralysed for most of her life. At only 14 months old, she had a spinal tumour removed, leaving her with little movement and power in her legs. That hasn't stopped her leading a full life, gaining a university degree, working in local government, getting married and raising a family. She's used a wheelchair full-time for most of her life, but is now struggling with chronic shoulder pain from a lifetime of relying on her shoulders for everything. Additionally, six years ago, Annette developed pulmonary failure. In order to keep her heart and lungs as healthy as possible and slow down the progression, she needs to take regular, gentle cardio exercise. But because of her shoulder condition, she struggles to push her wheelchair on uneven ground, restricting her ability to exercise in this way immensely. Annette lives in rural Scotland and is working with Aspire, a spinal injury charity, to raise funds to buy a hybrid manual slash battery operated handbike attached to a custom made wheelchair. This specialist piece of equipment will transform Annette's life. It will enable Annette to exercise, getting out into the local countryside and spend quality time with her friends and family, including her five grandchildren. 
she'll also be able to independently exercise her assistance dog. As the bike is a hybrid handbike, it means Annette will be able to cycle it herself, but if she needs a rest or some extra power, be that going uphill or over an uneven terrain, the bike's battery will kick in. The ability to push further on different terrain will also help her to build a strength and stability around her back and shoulders and maintain good heart and lung health for as long as possible. This in turn will have a beneficial impact on her overall well-being. The handbike and wheelchair will cost £7,000 and sadly there's no government funding for this type of equipment. £7,000 will only provide the basic setup of wheelchair and bike. Any additional money raised will go towards an extra backup battery, row tyres, a helmet and protective clothing. Through your help, we can raise the full amount and greatly enhance Annette's quality of life. Additionally, 7% of the total raise will be donated to Aspire, a spinal injuries charity to help others in need. Thank you. Farewell, Questa. To find out about other productions by the Meddlesome Meeples, then check out our channel or rendezvous with us at meddlesomemeeples.com. Until next time, Questa, farewell and keep thine axe sharp.